Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Final hour of the big program. Shout out to the Terps. Nice win over Michigan last night. Heard Naki talking to Hoffman. You know, the Hunter Dickinson saga. Dickinson 19 in the contest last night. Terps still play good defense. I mean, and they have to. They, they don't score the ball effectively that well. Jameer Young was terrific last night. Got to the free throw line a lot uh, for the Terps. But if they defend like that, they're going to give themselves a chance at least. I mean, look, it's a short roster right now. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh, wait till next year, though, when some of those uh, youngsters that are coming in that class next year, uh, you're going to see the Turtles, I think, take a significant step forward under Kevin Willard. Uh, what they get this year is is gravy. Uh, where are we at, though, Terp Nation? Maybe the, I think the students might still be out in a lot of schools in January. Uh, only 12,000-plus last yeah. night watching that game. So. Somebody uh, somebody cracked. I forget who it was, but uh, something about, like, the one person on the lower level or or whatever it was uh, of, uh, uh, you know, of the arena. I, I don't know. I mean. <sighs> was it Sheehan? Sheehan and Van Pelt hanging out in the front row, <laughs> as they often do? Being led by security out there. Well, Van Pelt had to work right after the hockey game. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. If, I mean, I guess there would have been time for him to get from College Park at 9 o'clock uh, over to wherever his studio is and and to do that. But I, I don't know if he was there. I didn't I didn't see the, the you know, them being led out by security. You know, you know, like uh, rock stars sure. uh, are, are uh, you know, shielded by security uh, so that, you know, the crowd can get close, but not too close. That's often what it's like when Kevin Sheehan shows up. Not Scott Van Pelt. Van Pelt just walks out on his own and, and like, flashes. That's what know, happens uh, at my home. My dog, Bella, uh-huh. as soon as I arrive home, she takes her job as security seriously. Everywhere I walk, she leads the way. She's the director. To make sure, to make sure that people can't get to me. Yeah. She, she's the, 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 the DMS. She is the, the dir- director of security at our home. The, the director of Medhurst Security. That's correct. <gasps> there you go. Let's go back to the phones, 301-230-0980, our man, P-A-U-L-I-E. What's up, Paulie? Hell to the W. Many Ws. Let's hope so. Good, man. Rufio, man. Yes, Paulie. (laughs) Junkyard dog. (laughs) Hey, I apologize to you. That's your your idol, huh? That's your idol, Junkyard dog. Yeah, my idol. That's your idol. (laughs) Not my idol. Hey, Hey. Hey, hey, worry about that plumber that's pumping them sanitizers out of your bathroom. It, it, it says on the directions, bro, you can't flush that stuff, man. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Whatever. 
I got you, Paulie. I yeah, mean, uh-huh. you know, it couldn't oh, yeah, possibly be it couldn't possibly be Crop Metcalf and an electrician that's here to fix a couple of things. It couldn't possibly be that, right? That wouldn't fit the yeah, narrative, okay. right? You like All you're right, a guy okay. you're a guy who likes to dispute uh-huh. narratives and agendas, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't dispute none. I'll tell you. How, I'll tell you how it is, bro. Oh, like, okay. Eric Bieniemy not having a job, it got nothing to do with him not calling plays. Yeah, right. Because he has called plays before. Yeah, he's he don't called have no job plays. He's, black. he's called Period. plays. He don't have no job because he's black. Stop. Period. He's called. He, Paul, you, you even say stop is ridiculous, oh, bro. So, really. so the sole reason. The same reason, the why, sole reason, the same reason why Jim Caldwell can't get a job. The sole the reason, reason. Because of Pete pointed out earlier, Leslie Frazier couldn't get a job. The sole you know reason I mean? is because. If you're is, white and you're a hot coordinator, you get a job. Look at the, look at the two people that, that, that his two predecessors at that position. Doug Peterson and, 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 and Charles Nagy. Oh, was they ever called to plays under Andy Reid? They got jobs. Who was they? Who was their pedigree? Who was their qualification? So you, look at so last year. Yeah, so let, let me ah, year. Yeah, let, let me let me ask you this. Hang on, year. hang on a second. Hang on a second. So you're going to tell me that the one and only reason why Eric Bieniemy has not gotten a job is be, is because of his skin color. That, I mean, you know that conclusively, enemy, right? It's, it's, no, it ain't the one and only reason. It's the main reason, though. Oh, He's okay. not relatable right. to the people who's interviewing him. Just like uh, right. just like the rest of the African American coaches out there aren't. It it, it takes a special person to to look beyond that. Look at last year, man. Yeah, eight eight head coaching jobs last year. Who got a job? It was the last job. They brought in a retread, so nobody else wanted to take that job out there in Houston. But this guy wanted his chance at at a last opportunity for a job. Come on, man. But you sit up here and act like that and play blind to the fact, it is what it is. That's because you posted a five-second clip of Eric Bieniemy calling a play. The league even knows it. That's why they come up with the Rooney rules and right. all that. That doesn't work. Right. Come on, let's just be realistic about the right. situation, man. Right. Stop, stop with all that, man. And then Eric Bieniemy does it. We don't know what's going on in Kansas City. You know, he probably he could have had a, a talk with Andy Reid. Andy Reid has done his best to, to try to elevate uh, Eric Bieniemy, But we don't know. Andy Reid could have been telling him, hey, you know what? I don't know how much longer I got here, you know, that I'm going to keep doing this. This might be my last year. It might not. Mm-hmm. Kansas City Brass could have told him, like, you know what? There's no guarantee we're just going to slide you into this head coaching job with, with if Andy Reid or Winnie Reid. Mm-hmm. So, Eric anybody just keeping his options open. Like, I don't want to be tied into somebody. If if Andy does read, y'all not going to give me a job. Why would I just tie myself here, you know, when I could just be like, okay, let me see what's best for me. We right, don't know. right. I mean, but Paulie, you, you know can't I mean? you can't blame Eric at this point for trying to do him. something to dispel any of the narrative yeah, that is out there about that's him. True. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He he might have to go to a, or another organization and elevate that offense somewhere else just to say, hey, well, I did it in two places. But my whole point is, he shouldn't have to go through all that at this point. He has the qualification. He has the pedigree behind him. He has, it's almost like Joe Jacoby trying to get in the Hall of Fame. He has the right people with his back. But the problem is, he's an African-American guy. That's what it is. This league has a problem with hiring African-American head coaches. Period. Let me ask you this. When Todd Bowles took over Tampa, when Bruce Arians surprisingly resigned, right? I mean, exactly. they didn't have... They, Look what they didn't happened have, there. 
They didn't have a problem promoting Todd though. Bowles, it was did late they? In the game with, it was it was late in the game. Yeah, if Bruce yeah. Arians were retired. If Bruce Arians were retired when that season was over, I guarantee you, Todd Bowles is not the head coach of that team. It was late in the game. Bruce Arians strategically, I don't know if it, it, it looks like that to me, strategically did that to give his buddy a lookout because Todd Bowles has been with him everywhere he had been as a head coach. So come on, don't don't come don't don't, don't come at me like that, man. Don't even act like that. We know what it is. We see why he can't get a job, man. He was one of the he was the hottest he was the hottest offensive coordinator or or assistant coach, whatever you want to call him, for the previous three years right. up until this year. And has interviewed so with on, what? Man. How many different teams? 13, 14, whatever okay, it is? Exactly. How, and how many So all of those teams, all of those teams. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. All of those teams are prejudiced and biased, correct? The majority of these teams, I understand the prejudice and bias, but guess what, man? You say well, that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. No, that's what you're saying. That Eric the Enemy can't get a job because he's black. For you to see him say that's not a factor, you're being I didn't say that wasn't a factor. I didn't say that wasn't a factor. There's there's five factors. Holy, holy, stop being naive. Stop being naive. Of course it's a factor, but it's not the factor. It's not the number one factor. You haven't even been in one of these interviews. You have no idea what you're talking about. They use these dudes for the union rules, and that's it. Brian Dable got a job. Nick Sirianni got a job. Nathaniel Hackett got a job. Who the hell is Hackett? Why he get a job? Yeah, Sirianni and Dable have done terrible jobs, right? Mike McDaniel's got a job. Yeah, another one that did a job. Another one that did a terrible job. By the way, Mike McDaniel's biracial. There ain't no biracial mess, man. If I see Mike McDaniel walking down the street, I thought he's a white guy. Well, you're an idiot. There ain't no biracial mess, man. It's about what they're comfortable with. Period. It's about who ownership is comfortable with. It's about who the GM is comfortable with. And Airbnb sit down there and, he, and he's not applying to or dancing a tune, then it is out the door. Maybe, the maybe, they, maybe they're not Who's comfortable with like? Eric Bieniemy's personality well, and, jobs, and character. Look at the jobs that's been open. Look at the jobs that's been open over the past three years. And you telling me this dude don't deserve an opportunity? Because he didn't call. Everyone plays, deserves uh, opportunity. He hasn't Pauly. been the one hundred. He hasn't been one hundred percent the play caller. Paulie, you know who deserves an opportunity? That, My partner deserves. Paulie, shut up for a second. Shut up. Paulie, a lot of African Americans. Paulie, shut up for a second. My partner deserves an opportunity to work on ESPN. Okay, that's who deserves an opportunity. He deserves an opportunity to have a play-by-play job in the NFL or in Major League Baseball. Do you think it's because he's a white, balding guy who's 50-plus years old as to why? No, it's just because somebody prefers somebody else for whatever stupid reasons they have. It's because my grandfather who raised me was a distilled beverage salesman and not a broadcaster. <laughs> but I, I, does, does that mean, like, here's the thing. Here, wait okay. a minute, Russell, let's wait a minute. Let's see if Paulie's still talking. Here and here out. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Paulie, come up for air. It's funny. Come up for air, Paulie. Paulie, Paulie, hey, hey, Paulie, wait a minute. Paulie, let's get back. Hey, Paulie, let's get back. Let's get back to the topic at hand, okay? We understand. Chris and I have covered this league long enough. We understand that, yes, there is a, the league itself and the way it goes about its business. We know for a fact 
that there are There's owners that are uncomfortable with black men in the room with them. It's we know that. Flawed. Okay, we I'm we saying. understand that. It's very flawed. I'm just saying. Let's, I'm just saying. Let's not act like it's just because. No, he has a call nobody, play. nobody's, nobody. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's what I keep hearing. Paulie, I keep hearing this call but that's that's, that's one of the narratives that is out there in this situation that's that has huge, prevented man. him. I just named you. I just named you two coaches that came under Andy Reid. That the same thing. Doug Peterson. No, it's, it's absolutely right. They Matt Nagy. Hey, Nagy and Peterson both. You're absolutely right. They Absolutely right. Quickly, quickly they got jobs. Here it is three, four seasons later. Eric Bieniemy is still scratching and surviving for an interview, and now you're telling me he only had one interview this year? One? Well, Paulie, half the league is virtually interviewed him at, over one? the last few years. Yeah. So He's what? had so uh, many yeah, interviews, oh, which could right, connect. Could, could, hold on, okay, wait a second. It could has, connect the dots on maybe he's not a good interviewee. I don't know. Damn the interviewer! What are you doing on the field? And half the league that has interviewed him, how many? How many of them teams? Don't have be so naive to think that. Paulie, how do you how do you equate? Paulie, how do you equate for what Shady McCoy said publicly man, listen, man. about McCoy Eric BM? Was, was done. He, hold on, he was done as a player, and he had a cup of coffee with Kansas City. Uh, that's and true. That's me. very. Hey, that's very true. Me. You're absolutely are right. Are we hearing this from Patrick? Are we hearing this from Patrick Mahomes? Are we hearing this from Kelsey? If I hear this privately or publicly, we haven't heard, heard it from Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, but there's plenty of rumors. There's look, plenty of rumors. Look, tell me, tell me, look, forget the rumors. Tell me what the facts are. If I ain't hear it from the two main players, how do we determine the facts? On the offense, if I ain't hear it from the two main players on offense, I could care less with Grunsel ass Shady McCoy on the way out his door on his last legs. Paulie, and he ain't getting no playing time. Paulie, please tell me. Please tell me. That, I, I know you're smarter than this. You know that you don't get the truth every time somebody says something, right? No, you know listen, that. Man, right? it's always it's, it's always three sides to the story. Okay, he said, well, he said, and what the truth really is. Yeah, right. I'm Probably just saying, somewhere man, don't, in in, don't don't keep. I'm, I'm just saying, don't keep telling me about play calling, man. At this point, it's how many, more how than play how many, What's the percentage and, and, and of – Paul, shut up for Bien-Aimé. a second. For God's sakes, come up for air. How, what is the percentage of play calls Eric Bieniemy makes for the Chiefs, being that you're an Eric Bieniemy expert? Listen, man, I ain't go through the tapes and look in the, and, oh, and try to come I up see. with a percentage. So you took, you took one don't video be, clip of four be, seconds you know, from Will Blackman from a year and a half ago, and, you, listen, and, and you're going to tell me that, listen, that it's not an issue, listen, that it's not a problem? No, 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 come listen, on. man. Listen, man. Listen, man. You're going to tell me throughout this history. You just go back to the past 10 years of African-American assistant coaches who interviewed for jobs, and, and you got, what, three coaches? And you're going to tell me that's not a problem? Joe Judge got a damn job for crying out loud. Yeah, because of what? About, what's, what system did because he come from? Please okay, tell me. Please tell from? me you understand what that guys Eric that come from super successful systems what? are going what? to get the job. Well, wait a minute, though, Chris. Chris doesn't Eric. Be- all Belichick assistant coaches. Have- Chris, doesn't doesn't Eric yeah. Bieniemy come from a super successful system yeah. in Kansas City? That's yes. where Nagy and Peterson came that, from. That, that that's that that's fair, and that kind of disputes my point. But but what I'm saying is a Belichick guy, a Belichick guy is always going to be given and guess what, the Chris? benefit of the guess doubt. Guess what? Romeo Cornell, Joe Judge, Josh McDaniels, Matt Patricia. Guess what? All of them failed. Yeah. 
All of them failed on their own. When they left Uncle Bill's house, they failed miserably. And, and here's the thing. I can't dispute uh, Nagy getting a job, uh, 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 Doug Peterson getting a Oh, by the way, Doug Peterson's only uh, won a Super Bowl as a head coach and then gone from worst to first in his first year okay, in Jacksonville. Man, but uh, I'll just say this. I can't dispute that. But what Paulie refuses to acknowledge, okay, refuses to acknowledge is two things about Eric Bieniemy beyond just the play calling thing. One, his his background is not helping him. I'm not telling you it's bad. It is not helping him, number one. And then number two, okay, while everyone says the elephant in the room is the color of his skin, and while I cannot acknowledge or I cannot dispute that that doesn't help him or or it hurts him, the one thing that none of us know, that none of us know, Pete, and Paulie and everyone out there is how does Eric Bieniemy talk and meet and communicate and present his vision to an owner, to a general manager, to a consortium, to a group? We don't know that. It's not to say that he does a bad job. We don't know that. We don't know that. What you're saying is he might be doing a bad job. But what I'm telling you is he might be doing an excellent job, but whoever is interviewing him, is, whoever interview, it can't relate to him. And it's not just Eric Bieniemy. This is what I'm telling you. It's he, not just Eric wait a second. He, intervie- he interviewed. He interviewed. Did he not interview in Houston? I think he interviewed Listen, in Houston man, at at one point over the last Eric couple of years for their head coaching position. They hired two African American head coaches. He interviewed they, all around the damn league. The whole hi- point is, it's not just Eric Bieniemy, bro. You're not hearing me. But ba- out of Bali. everybody, everybody, he's probably been the most qualified. Seems like he was the most qualified. That's why he's the main one that gets brought up. Paulie, let me ask you a question. Paulie, in conclusion, would you hire him here as the offensive coordinator to run this team next year? In the New York second. If he wants to come, I'm bringing him. Thank you. Have a good weekend. 301-230-0980. I love being in control of the throttle. That was fun. We love Paulie in Norfolk, and we love you. More of your calls next, and we'll look ahead to the four games this weekend. 301-230-0980. Russell and Medhurst, 25 minutes away from Dumb Dumb of the Day on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. That's how you get to us. Active morning talking, and look, Kime reporting that Thomas Brown from the Rams gonna likely get uh, a look see from Washington next week as well as well as Eric Studesville. So plenty more interviews to come. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Mitch in New Jersey's up next. What's up, Mitch? Hey, how's it going, guy? What's how you up, doing? Mitch? Oh, pretty good. I won't raise your blood pressure. I'll keep it calm, cool. You know, I'm a pro here. Hey, you're, uh, the, you're the you're the anti-poly. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm, I'm glad you're hitting. You, glad you're here by me. You know what, Paulie sometimes but... reminds me of Mitch. You'll you'll be able to relate to this because you're a sports talk radio uh, legend. Uh, you remember the old, uh, I, I think, and unfortunately, I, I don't know if he's still with us anymore, uh, Jerome in Manhattan. Oh, Jerome in Manhattan. You remember? Oh. Uh, Pete, you know Jerome yes. in Manhattan. Uh, that used to call, I, I mean, he used to call me all the time yeah. back in the early 2000s. I mean, just screaming like a lunatic, you know, and just uh, very irrational at times, uh, but passionate. And, you know, it's part of what makes our industry, you know, it's it's. I mean, it's it's good and bad. Some people love it, and some people hate it, and some people it drives crazy, and some people go click, and you know what whatever it is. Uh, but the bottom line is, is you know arguments like that. Uh, and I just want to point out, by the way, the Houston Texans did interview Eric Bieniemy uh, last year. I'm not sure if they did the first time when they hired David Cully. So they did interview Eric Bieniemy chose Lovey Smith, who happens to be another African-American, have hired and, of course, fired two African-American head coaches in two consecutive years. Just want to point out that not everything, not everything, is about the color of one's skin. Oh, God, I mean, I mean, I can, I can, I can do a, a switch of a rule here and say, you know, is there any of uh, the chosen ones playing tailback for my USC? You know, uh, it's 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 a it's a very sensitive subject. I I kind of don't like, uh, but I, Chris, are you putting me with Jerome? Are you putting me on the ledge here? 
up there? Do I get that crazy? I, I know. No, 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 no. I'm um, not saying you. Maybe I'm a saying, couple of stations have banned me. A couple you, have no, banned me. No, no, no. I'm, sa- I'm well, saying, I'm saying reason, Paul, I don't know. Paulie is basically like the modern day Jerome. Not you, Paulie. All right. Well, I thought you. Okay, I got you now. I got you. I hope, and I hope Jerome is uh, still alive and well. It's, I'm, I'm having lunch with him in quite a while. But, All right, um, let, let, uh, let's first, move on. Well, maybe uh, Eric wants to stay with Kansas City. Andy wow. Reid's getting old. And if he doesn't win it this year, they really have to think about it. I mean, you got one of the best quarterbacks ever. I put him top five already all, all time. And you have only been the one you won him two in the Super Bowl. And you know how he was with the championships back in Philly. Mm-hmm. He was like the Buffalo Bills, but just won uh, two weeks earlier. Couldn't win the big games. He's got a little bit of that tag there. And I would take uh, Lamar Jackson and my team. If they won a first-round pick and Sam Howe, do it. It's going to take a lot more than that, but appreciate it, Mitch. I'll be up in New Jersey going up the New Jersey and Garden State Parkway tomorrow going up to West Point. Let's go out to our man, Roberto. Early morning for Pedro. 5 a.m. departure. What's up, Roberto980? Pedro, what's going on? Rooster? Roberto. Happy Friday, fellas. It's always a happy Friday. <laughs> well, the party needs a whole his own segment. Uh, you know, just, we just make it a segment for him because <laughs> it's unbelievable. Anyway, um, my thing for the OC is going to really depend on does the cell go through in March? Uh, well, because, I, mean, we don't, I, mean, I mean, we don't know that. We think. Right. What we, what we know is the earliest it can possibly be formally approved is late uh-huh. March. That, that's the earliest that right. it can be formally approved. So, in, in any case, uh, Ron's job is to stay for another year, at least, at minimum. I mean, that, that that's what all, if not many of us, believe. The only... Notable exception could be whoever the new owner is whenever they get formally approved. If they uh-huh. come in and want to swing a big stick and Sean Payton is still out there. <laughs> I would love to see Sean Payton with uh, with uh, Henneke and Sam and, and play the way they play in New Orleans with the two, with Hill and, and, and Drew Brees. I don't know if the, no, I, I, no I, I don't know why. if it's the same I mean, situation. No reason why, but I, but I understand, you know. Yeah. yeah what's the benefits of that? But, yeah. but anyway, so I understand where you're coming. I, I, I want. I want to see. I want to see a guy that that that, that will match what Ron's want to do because for the next year, because at least we got one more year of this this marriage. So I like to see somebody that can come and and really run the ball, a la, you know, early Redskins. You know, everybody knew you were going to run the ball, but can you stop it? Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> well, that guy is a... that guy is available. <laughs> if there's one guy out there that fits that DNA, yeah, but you got to uh, get that guy an offensive line that can do that consistently, exactly. though, too. So, well, I wonder, well, well, I wonder what Jim Zorn is doing these days. Uh, he's uh, not doing anything. Wait, what? What did he coaching in one he of the was in directional the first, leagues? It, well, in the first iteration, iteration, iteration of the XFL, uh-huh. uh, he was the Seattle head coach. But yeah. then, you know who they moved Jim Zorn out for? Your boy, my guy, Jim Haslett. Oh wow! <laughs> All right, guys, you have Thank a you. 
Fantastic weekend. We talk on Monday. Appreciate you. You got it. Let's go to Ron. What's up, Ron? Yeah, I was just going to make a comment regarding uh, this is a great show today. Uh, uh, Paulie made some real good points in what he was saying. I'll say that. So I'll stand behind him on that. But I'll say this, that it doesn't matter what offensive coordinator they bring in. The question becomes, uh, whose plays are they calling? Are they, are they, did the, does the offensive coordinator bring the plays with him? Mm-hmm. Or is that something that that the commanders would, would Ron say, hey, look, these are the plays you're going to be using. Right. Is this what he did to? Uh, is this what he did to Scott? Is that why Scott's gone? I don't know. Uh, the problem is to just keep it with Zampezi, and because then they're all on the same page, and then uh, you know nobody has anything to worry about. Then you know it's it's Ron's organization. Uh, if I'm Eric the Enemy, you know I might interview, but really think about it because you know Andy Reid is going to want to leave. He would be. He deserves that that spot there if he uh, you know if he so chooses. But otherwise, you know. Uh, I, I, I think the answer to your point or your the answer to your question is it is much 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 more likely that they hire an offensive coordinator uh, that uh-huh. that accepts them more than comes in with a blank sheet of paper and says, no, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. And we're rebuilding the entire system and terminology and staff and identity and whatever. I think it is much, much more likely that, again, you get a coach that acquiesces to what Ron's wishes, demands, hopes, expectations are, and that causes – as least disru- as little disruption again in terms of system terminology style um, all of that stuff I, 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 I would be shocked that's why the B enemy thing why, why quite honestly until today Pete I, you know a we didn't know his contract B I don't think we've talked about it because you know a guy like the enemy comes in right you would expect that he wants to do things his way. And you would expect, yeah, and and you would expect that he would, and maybe even the same thing for Greg Roman. I don't know. Yeah, you you know, the system that Baltimore, Chris, the system that Baltimore runs for Lamar Jackson, it's not a bad system. No, no, okay. Honestly, only thing I saw was Lamar was a little wild with some of his runs, and that's how he got hurt in some of those instances. But that's part of the game is getting injured. Mm -hmm. So I don't, you know, I don't have a problem with the guy protecting himself financially. It's just the way. It just to me, it just it not. It didn't look. Just didn't look good. It looked like he didn't want to play. And I don't blame him for not wanting to play. I just want to see the Ravens win just as much as I. I want to see the Commanders win almost. I'm a Commanders man first. Appreciate All you, right? Ron. Appreciate the call. Thanks, By the Ron. way, here here here's what I do know. Roman system. And what Bienemy, if it's anything close to what they're doing in Kansas City, mm-hmm. both men have seen themselves coaching Super Bowls. Okay, they've been on staffs. In fact, Roman's been to multiple Super Bowls, and so is Bienemy. So I, I know they come from situations. And granted, quarterbacks mean a lot. Smith, Kaepernick, Jackson, Mahomes. Yes, those mean an awful lot. And those teams had Kansas City's had good offensive lines. Through the years, the Ravens, when healthy, have had decent offensive lines. The San Francisco offensive line was decent. 
that Roman had earlier in the decade with Harbaugh as the as the ironic. He's he's coached with both Harbaugh's, ironically enough. Yep. Now, yes, he has, and has had a lot of success with both. So both guys have been into the Super Bowl. Okay, this thing here right now is good for eight wins. Okay, what's been happening is good for eight wins. It got us to a playoff game because the rest of the division sucked. Okay, that division had three playoff teams that are still playing this weekend now. That's a far cry from where it was two years ago when nobody could win eight games Mm -hmm. in the division. So I will caution you there. You have to get somewhere that's good enough to beat the other three teams just to get out of your own division right now in the NFC East. Let's go to Dean in Gaithersburg. Dean, you get the last word today. What's up, Dean? What's up, fellas? Uh, Great show as usual. Um, Paulie, Linnell, and Chris, y'all need to get together and probably (laughs) get a show, honestly. Uh, I'm gonna leave that that old Eric by enemy stuff to uh, you know definitely Chris. The interview process probably hurts him with that back that record, and uh, you know HBCU should probably consider him uh, with with Dion. You know Dion helping him helping him with that whole process, the Rooney Rule and all that stuff. Again, it, all that stuff is uh, irrelevant for what we're talking about. You know Eric the enemy is his own person. He's probably his own worst enemy. You got Patrick Patrick Mahomes. And him getting bickering at it, you know. Now you got you know former former players saying that he's going too too hard on him. You know, Shady before I don't really trust him 100 percent either though because his ego's messed up. The the whole offensive coordinator thing again, it's it's, it's it's the architect, it's the architect. And again, you guys just hit the point. Greg Roman put together a offense for Lamar Jackson. He put. A offense, not 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 the offense for everybody. He put the offense together for Lamar Jackson. So he architects stuff. He architects plays. He understands talent. He identifies it, and he keeps on going. Baltimore didn't have a ton of talent like we do. All right, they don't have a ton of talent. They try to do the the old school way of you know building their players up and all the rest of that type of stuff, and try to have one or two dynamic things to happen. But they 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 driving on coaching and, and and franchise, you know, making sure that everything is going the way they want. So again, they'll be fine without Lamar if Lamar doesn't want to come down with his with his guarantee. All right, him him, him negotiating all that stuff. That's that's retarded. Again, that goes back to him being you know HBCU and Dion and all that other stuff. The person that needs to be here is probably Greg Roman because everyone else is not proving that they're putting together their plays. They're not putting together. They're just sitting on. On 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 leaves or sitting on golden golden shells and getting pushed into position, and 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 and, and Paulie's right when they when he's saying they're just going right into the position because of who they were with and also because of the process. I mean, the interviewing process is bad for anybody who goes work at Giant. All right, you have to interview. You have to interview. You have to know how to talk. You have to know how to communicate. You have to know how to say no, yes, okay, disagree. Oh, I agree, but I disagree. You got to do that. That's not that's a part of of life. That's a part of growing up. You know, if you're when you if you're a sports fanatic or you're a coach or if you play sports, you know how to deal with those type of situations. And if you don't, uh, as a player, and you become a coach because you got that AAU appeal <laughs> that you think you the golden spoon in your mouth, you're just a spoiled brat. You're just a spoiled brat, and that's not the type of that's not the type of people you want around your organization. And you definitely know Ron don't want that. You know, so at the end of the day, I think Greg Roman would probably be the, the best chosen. OC for us at this point as far as what we see and what we know.
You know, I don't know what you guys think. Dean, appreciate the call. Love the call. Love here's the, the call. here's the interesting thing, and and to Dean's point, think about it. Greg Roman, multiple places. It wasn't just a one-time thing. Greg Roman, in multiple places, has taken as expansive and eclectic a skill set of multiple quarterbacks. The fact that Smith, Kaepernick, and Jackson could all do the things that they did physically, blessed with incredible athletic skill running, also the ability to throw the football, and putting things together that allowed these men to have success. It's similar to what we praise Kyle Shanahan for, no matter the quarterback, he has found success. He crafted a game plan that worked for Robert Griffin III. Then you give him the statuesque Matt Ryan, found success there. Now you give him the young quarterback in Brock Purdy. Not the biggest guy, doesn't run a 4-3-40, certainly has a decent enough arm, a lot of tread on the tires, played a lot of football over 50 games at Iowa State from his freshman year on, so he's played a lot of football, been in a lot of good environments in the Big 12, so it's not like he's going to be wowed by the situation. And yet Kyle and Brock Purdy have found common ground. It's what good offensive minds do. As we ran down the numbers earlier, Lamar Jackson's had plenty of games in his career under Greg Roman where he's thrown the ball 30-plus, done it successfully, done it in winning games, not just because they were losing by three touchdowns and they had to pass to get back in it. No, a lot of wins with some of those games. Okay? So – that that's that's what you like about Greg Roman. That's what's underappreciated because in the right now, in the right now, with a poor offensive line and a backup quarterback, multiple backup quarterbacks that Greg Roman had to coach with at the end of this season and last, Raven fan gets mad because they can't knock off Cincinnati with a lot of reserves playing on the offensive side. Do you hold Roman to task for not giving the ball to J.K. Dobbins? Absolutely. 100%. He has to take the accountability for that. But that doesn't mean the guy hasn't come up. I mean, the the guy had to come up with a game plan to keep him in that game with their backup quarterback in the first place Mm -hmm. and was able to do that. So that's that's what makes Greg Roman appealing. There is a resume of significant success behind Greg Roman and we'll see if Washington makes a phone call to him. Chris asked for the four games. Got a couple of minutes here real quick before we get to the trending and the dum-dum of the day. Um, as for the four games like this week, weekend, who do you like the strongest? Who do you support the least this weekend? Um, it's a really good question. I've gone back and forth on all four of these games, so I don't know if I have a strongest and a least. But if I'm forced into answering and ranking, I believe, this is me, I believe, I believe the Kansas City Chiefs, even though the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to give them a run, I, I, I believe in them probably the most out of any of the eight playoff teams playing this weekend. Um, A, Arrowhead, B, Mahomes, what we've talked about, Reed, Biennemi, all that, Kelsey, uh, pretty good offensive line, tough running game with with different weapons. Um, Their receiver group has come along. Kadarius Toney has been a nice fit. 
Uh, of course, everybody knows about Travis Kelsey. Everybody knows uh, about Juju Smith-Schuster and, and and the other weapons that they have. And their defense is not great, but their defense is good enough, I think, uh, where they should be able to pressure Jacksonville, maybe force Lawrence into some of those mistakes we saw in the first half uh, last week and maybe sustain Interesting some of angle on this game. Is there any advantage to Doug and the Jaguars for knowing the Kansas City system inside and out because yeah. of Doug's familiarity with yeah, them? Good question. I, I mean, sure. I mean, they, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, ultimately, and this is and this is why I say, yes, you, you can have all that knowledge. And even if they didn't, I'm sure they could figure it out, right? There's plenty of tape to figure it out. You, your players have to execute. If you know, if you can know the system, you can say, "Hey, you've got to do this, or you got to take this angle, or you got to play inside leverage, or you got to play outside leverage." If your player screws up, you you can know whatever you know, and it falls apart. So ultimately, I don't want to take all the time here. I, I don't feel as good about Philadelphia. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit more bullish on the Giants. Maybe it's also because they haven't played really uh, in, a, in, in a couple of weeks, and Kansas City hasn't either. Uh, but but Jalen Hurts, the last time we saw him, I mean, he's not 100% healthy. He's just not, right? And, and, and then the, the, the two games on Sunday – between Buffalo and Cincinnati. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, right? Uh, how everybody should kind of hop on Cincinnati because of this, because of that. Well, Cincinnati's missing three-fifths of their offensive line. So are we so sure that they're going to roll into Buffalo and beat the Bills? What if Josh Allen doesn't turn the ball over? And then Dallas and San Francisco, I mean, everybody loves Brock Purdy, right? Because they think Kyle Shanahan just goes into his back and wires some some cords and, 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 and programs a bunch of buttons. Well, what happens if Brock Purdy plays like he did in the first half last week and not like he did in the second half? Remember that? What yeah. happens to that? What happens then? What happens if Dak Prescott somehow plays even remotely close to how he played on Monday? Dallas is going to win that game. San Francisco defense better than Tampa's right now, though. I agree. But you're I right. Agree. Brock Purdy could drop a turdy, and then that game is close, and Dak's only got to make one play to CeeDee Lamb in the game, or Tony Pollard, and the game could be over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that, I think that, I don't think there's any question that's the best game of the weekend. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Giants and Minnesota both limp to the finish line. So, as bullish as I am on Dable uh, and, and as a whole in the job he did this year, I still think there is a definite divide between the Eagles and the Giants. I think the Giants will not – it's not going to be a 48-22 game like they're, the last game the two teams played. Uh, I think the Giants are better than that. But they and Minnesota both limped to the finish line. I think the week off was necessary for Philadelphia because it gave Hurts more time uh, to get treatment, get that shoulder. It's not going to be 100%. I don't think right. it's going to be 100% the entire postseason. But it did give him a chance to get more time to get treatment – and and get back into uh, football activities uh, full bore. So I think they the buy helped Philadelphia considerably, and I, I think I don't think that game is as close uh, with five minutes to go uh, as you think. I think Dallas San Francisco is the best game of the weekend, slightly over Cincinnati and Buffalo. Though I can't wait for that game because it's got the potential for significant firepower uh, in that contest because of the quality. Of the players, I mean, my gosh, uh, Allen with Diggs, Gabe Davis, and you got Burrow with his weapons on the outside. And the one thing that could help Cincinnati in this game, if they can somehow get Mixon remotely involved running the ball, 
they might be able to keep that ball away from Buffalo a little bit. And mm-hmm. to me, that would be what gives Cincinnati the best chance. I don't think there's any question Kansas City is is better than Jacksonville, but you never know. Momentum from a big half of football like that could carry over uh, for a team like Jacksonville and at least give them belief uh, yeah. to be in that game. But, uh, again, Kansas City's been here, Chris. This is a pedigree that they aspire to. Uh, divisional round is, is not their cup of tea. They want the whole enchilada, man. Uh, and that that's what it's about in Kansas City. It's about Lombardi or nothing. It's Lombardi or bust there. Uh, with that organization right now. So you've got the young guys on the block, the new kids on the block going up against the old guard here in Kansas City. Um, look, if Jacksonville wins the game, uh, great. But I think Kansas City's uh, with Mahomes and company. That pedigree is going to shine here, and they're going to be able to get the job done in that football game. Dumb Dumb of the Day is next. Right now, Chris tells us what's trending. All right, FedEx Field, the sports book, first ever at an NFL stadium, is now officially open. Team President Jason Wright of the Commanders cutting the ribbon along with others this morning in a 10 o'clock hour ceremony in Landover. Meanwhile, according to John Kahn of ESPN, Washington will interview Miami assistant head coach and running backs coach Eric Stoosville on Monday. Also going to talk to Rams head coach, assistant head coach and tight ends coach Thomas Brown at some point next week. Brian Brian Callahan, son of Bill, interviewing today for the Colts head coaching job. D'Amico Ryans, San Francisco 49er defensive coordinator, interviewing today for the Texans head coaching job. And Dan Quinn of the Cowboys interviewing today with both Denver and Indianapolis uh, in terms of their head coaching job. And PG County native uh, Francis Tiafo has been knocked out of the Australian Open, losing today in four sets in the third round. And that's what's trending. I'm going to guess, <laughs> I'm going to guess Sorry. that the dumb, dumb of the day is either about Madonna going back out in concert or about something connected to a virgin or maybe the horse half a virgin that races at Rosecroft. I don't know, but Rooster's already laughing. So it's time. It's time for dumb, dumb of the day on Russell and Mendes. Maddie, you are something special. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Dateline, Miami. Woman who looks like, well, Kylie Jenner. looks like a lady? Oh. No, no, That would have been a good song, too. No, Julia Medeiros looks uh, whatever Kylie Jenner looks like these days. I don't know. I don't follow the Kardashians or the Jenners or whatever they're called or or whatever they're doing. She looks good, Chris. She looks good. I'm sure she does, and so does Julia Medeiros. But the reason why Maddie played like a virgin. Was she touched for the very first time? For the very first time. (laughs) Is the headline in the New York Post says, quote, I hated my first time. So I paid $10,000 for surgery to restore my virginity. What? So, yes, Miami woman, Julia Medeiros, an influencer. We've heard of those. Uh. She spent $10,000 because she was, in her words, a 17-year-old teenager when she lost her virginity to a 30-year-old guy. She's now 22 years old. 
Uh, and she did not release the name of uh, the person. But she said, quote, and this is not the funny part, uh, just like many women, I was deceived. I was promised marriage and children like in fairy tales. She How said, old was she when this happened? She was 17. Oh. So, I mean, obviously, there's some legal issues here. And again, I'm not making fun of uh, of of this part, but she said, you know, it was very evident that, you know, what he had promised wasn't the reality and so on and so forth. So she said, like a lot of dudes, we don't deliver what we promise. <laughs> exactly. oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> so so here's the next part of it. Uh, she um, <clears throat> hasn't worn underwear in two years. She's grown more comfortable in her body. She says her libido has also increased. She said, quote, uh, I gained a much more sensual contour of my body. The panties prevented me from showing my real bum size. Uh, so then she said, quote, I always wanted to have that special moment for myself. I want it to be unique and romantic, like in fairy tales. That's why I had the surgery. So she had the surgery, which involves taking a thin layer of tissue from the... Uh, <clears throat> Vaginal wall to rebuild the membrane, which partially covers the opening of the uh, insane on the membrane <laughs> of, of the the area. Uh, and it's basically referred to as a quote unquote designer vagina. It's an orgy in the end zone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, they're, we got they're people. also medically called labioplasties. Yeah. And the doctor that did this in the UK said he did 50 of them in 2021 and even more in 2022. And it cost $10,000 to do this. Let me just add this real quickly and then I'll let you comment, Pete. There's nothing about this that makes any sense at all. Nothing. We got dudes and women spending years in medical school to repair your heart to repair your liver, to put new kidneys in, mm -hmm. heart transplants. And we got people that are looking to replace your labia. <laughs> Woo! I'm just uh, saying. Yes, basically in a nutshell. Imagine, imagine what that student doctor situation must be like. Yes. Okay. Here's one day what you're I, working with. One day you're working with a doctor trying to replace somebody's heart valve. The next day you're trying to repair someone's labia. Yeah. Here's what I would also say. I mean, to each his own, right? Everybody's got an individual thing. So, I mean, who am I to say? But, honey, your virginity is not worth ten thousand dollars. Just, just say. Well, That's what I'm saying. Hey, man. People got disposable income. And the beauty of most countries is you can spend it the way you want to. You can do what you want to do. But I can that think of ten, hey, I could do a lot better things with ten grand than replacing my labia. <laughs> well, do I even, have, that, do I even that, have one of those? What? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, that's one fitting way to end the week and honor. Congratulations, Chris. you're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Julia Medeiros, Good for who her. looks like Kylie Jenner. Hey, glad she's trying to put her life back together. Start over. <laughs> Good for you. That'll do it for us this week. Enjoy the football weekend. Of course, a lot of the football here and, of course, over on 106.7 The Fan as well. And, of course, don't forget, we are your home for the Super Bowl as well. For Russell, for Maddie, I'm Pete. 
Doc Walker and Burgundy and Gold today. Up next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.